Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hey guys, how's it going? It is Matt with the Hoopsology Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I am a one-man Wolfpack today. Justin, as you guys know, if you were listening last week, he has moved out of state. He is getting settled in in Colorado. We've got a simple episode today. I wanted to review with you guys my playoff picks and predictions for this first round that has just started. I... Hand on my heart, promise. I made these picks um, before the Lakers beat the Warriors. So before the play in games were finished, I think you guys will hear some picks that based on what's already happened in the playoffs might make me look pretty foolish on these picks. So I think you're going to believe that I picked these before the first round got started, but I'm looking forward to sharing these picks with you guys and hopefully hearing your guys' predictions in the comments here. Thank you as always for supporting the show. A couple housekeeping things. We are a part of the off the glass basketball podcast network you can go to otgbasketball.com to check out our podcast page along with several other great podcast pages there's one of my favorite podcast titles of all time it's always something in philadelphia a great sixers podcast if you want to check them out there are a lot of team-based podcasts there so if you want the scoop on the nets you can check out a, a net specific podcast. You can check out. There's one for the Heat, one for the Pacers, uh, one for the Celtics. There are several others. So uh, I know I won't be able to list everyone off in there, but there are a lot of great podcasts there. So be sure to check it out. As always, you can check us out. Hoopsology Pod at gmail.com is our email. If you want to send any feedback or any questions, comments, etc., we always appreciate that. If you want to check us out on social media, just search for Hoopsology Pod and you will find us. We are most active on Twitter, but we post a lot of stuff to Facebook and Instagram as well. Um, and of course, you can listen to us anywhere you are listening to podcasts. Check us out on YouTube. Uh, subscribe, like, share on both of those. Give us a five-star rating in iTunes. Really helps us out. Okay, enough of that. Let's fill you guys in on what has gone down so far in the first round. It is Sunday night. And right now, the Grizzlies are extra spicy, leading by 15 points with eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter here. So it does look like the Grizzlies are going to get the first win in this 1-8 series, Jazz being the one seed. So they might pull off a shocker for this first game. So very interesting there. But to look overall at what's happened, just about every team has played a game once this Grizzlies-Jazz game concludes tonight. So we have presumptively, unless you know crazier things have happened, but let's just assume Grizzlies get the win. They're going to be up one game to zip on the one seed jazz the four seed clippers 
are down. Dallas leads one game to zip. Dallas is the five seed. Denver, the three seed versus Portland, the six seed. Portland got the first game. Phoenix and the Lakers, Phoenix being the two seed, Lakers being the seven seed. They played earlier today and Phoenix held on to win in spite of some injury issues, injury concerns with Chris Paul. Phoenix leads one to zip. Looking at the East, we have the 76ers won their first game, took care of business. The Wizards kept it closer than I thought they might. Uh, Philadelphia pulls off the win by seven points. They are the one seed in the East versus the Wizards, who are the eight seed. Four seed Knicks lost. Trey Young getting the job done for Atlanta, the five seed. Atlanta leads one to oh. Milwaukee's the three seed rematch from last year playing the six seed Miami Heat. Milwaukee got the first win uh, game one in overtime. So Milwaukee leads one game to zip. And the two seed Brooklyn Nets got took care of business as well in their first game against the seven seed Boston Celtics. So that's where we are right now. And again, really simple episode today. I wanted to give you guys my picks for this first round. Maybe some thoughts of what might happen later on in the playoffs. Uh, so I want to go back to the West and we're just going to go down uh, team by team. And I just want to give you guys my picks and kind of some thoughts real quickly about how I think that series will play out. So I projected the Jazz. I have penciled in here versus either Golden State versus Memphis. We know now that Memphis won that play-in game and are in the playoffs leading in game one. I have the Jazz winning in five, so they would have to sweep the rest of the way. Reason being, regardless of whether they played Golden State or Memphis, I just thought the Jazz were so much deeper, and they've been on fire through the regular season. Some historically great offensive numbers, especially from the three-point line. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, if if John Morant can get a couple more wins here. I, I still don't think Memphis can pull off the upset, but man, if if they did, that's just going to raise John Morant's star status even more than he already did in that play-in game. But again, at the end of the day, I think the Jazz are just too deep, too complete of a team, and if they can slow John Morant down. I think they wrap this up in five was my projection that might get pushed back a little bit. If John Morant keeps doing John Morant things. So let's move on the, to the four seed LA Clippers versus the five seed Dallas Mavericks. And this is basically a series of how many times can Luka Doncic go off? Uh, He did go off in game one. And we see Dallas taking the early lead. Still, I like my pick of the Clippers in six. I just think, again, the Clippers have too much. And you'd have to think if there, there's any, any sense of redeeming yourself from last year from a very disappointing playoff performance, you'd have to think the Clippers are going to show up so far. They did not in game one. I would expect that to turn around here. And I would still expect the Clippers to wrap this series up in six games. Again, this is another thing where it wouldn't be as as big of a shocker as it would have been last year. But if Luka Doncic can carry the Mavericks over the Clippers, again, another thing that would really elevate his star status. 
and I, I think we are in an interesting time in the league quickly, just where, you know, we have LeBron James, who is 36 years old. Um, and, and I think people are, are a lot of people, let's face it, casual sports fans have had LeBron fatigue for a long time. Uh, even people who have supported him in the past, like myself, I, I feel a little bit of LeBron fatigue. So, uh, like you've got two guys in these series already, like John Morant is going to be a future star in this league, Donovan Mitchell to, to place another. And then Luka Doncic, of course, these are all guys who could be kind of the next big things in the league. I, I think Luka is really the only one I see that has the potential to be that kind of next face of the NBA by way of his talent and, and his dominance in the game. But, you know, the, the league, I think, is, is kind of hungry for this sort of changing of a guard. So this playoffs in general, this could be one of the big narratives if, if the Lakers were to exit early, if Phoenix can keep up what they're doing. But again, reining this in at the 4-5, I have the Clippers winning this series in six. Let me know if you guys agree. Moving on to the three-seed Denver Nuggets versus the six-seed Portland Trailblazers. The Blazers, I've never believed in their defense. I, I've never really believed in them as a complete team. They have been on fire lately. They, they've been rolling towards the end of the season, so I'm very nervous making my pick. Uh, just to state my bias here, I mean, I, I like the Nuggets. They're kind of like my adopted team since last year. Uh, the Rockets, as we know, are are my team, but they are not making any noise this year, sitting at the bottom of the standing since that James Harden move. So the Nuggets are one of those teams that, that I root for. They're fairly close to us in Albuquerque. They're bordering state, you know, so, so I want to see them do well. I do have the Nuggets in six. I also thought the Nuggets were going to be uh, the one seed of the Western Conference this year. That didn't play out. They struggled early. Kind of disappointing season overall, but they did end up with the three seed. So I I don't know. Jokic is still a big factor in this, and I just don't know that Portland can stop them. But as I mentioned earlier, they did take game one. So you know, they they do have enough offensive firepower on this Portland team to where if Aaron Gordon isn't going to be able to slow people down, if they can't find someone to slow Damian Lillard and the Portland backcourt in general, if they can't find someone to slow them down, they might be in some real trouble here. Um, and it, it might not matter that they have home court advantage that, that they can maybe, you know, kind of run and gun uh, in altitude. So I don't know. I still like the nuggets in six, but I will definitely classify myself as worried at this point in this in the series with Portland getting that quick win moving along our last series in the west the two seed Phoenix Suns versus the seven seed LA Lakers the Lakers are the best defense in the league for one thing the Lakers won the title last year the Lakers in my opinion have the best duo of talent in the league I think they proved that last year with Anthony Davis and LeBron James two of the most versatile players in the history of the sport teaming up together but of course there were back injury concerns with Anthony Davis during the season, LeBron James had that high ankle sprain that he famously said he thinks he'll never be 100% again. So there's a lot 
of drama in Los Angeles as per usual. Um, so I did pick Phoenix won today. Phoenix is up one game to zero, as I mentioned, but I did pick the Lakers winning this series in six. I'm sorry, Josh, if you're listening to this, I did pick the Lakers in six just because I need to see LeBron James exit in the first round. I'm not going to pick him to exit in the first round. And let's keep in mind too, that LeBron James has a history of losing game one of series and then just wrecking teams afterwards. It happened several times when he was on the Miami heat. It's happened several times in his career. LeBron James has been almost an automatic ticket to the NBA finals since 2011. So I just need to see an early exit to believe it. It's going to happen at some point because father time is undefeated. I just don't see that happening this year. And I think if AD is aggressive, the Suns don't really have an answer for him to slow him down. So a lot of this series will depend on that too. But hey, I am certainly, I'm personally rooting for the Suns. I would like to see Chris Paul ad- advance far into the playoffs, if not win a title for that team. I I just would, I, I just respect Chris Paul's game. And I would like to see that more for myself as a fan than seeing LeBron James potentially win another title, but this Lakers team is talented. They're deep. They're built for the playoffs. They have a nice path now, oddly enough in the seven seed where if they get this series done in Phoenix, I, you know, they're, they're going to have, uh, I think a fairly easy walk at least into the Western conference finals. So I still got to pick the Lakers. They're they're just deeper, and we've seen it happen before. Whereas Phoenix, there's there's a little bit more to overcome. There's a little bit more that they need to prove. But we'll see. Go Suns! I I hope they pull it off. Let's move into the Eastern Conference here, and our one eight matchup is the Philadelphia 76ers, the best team in the East, versus the Washington Wizards a team that got through the play-in tournament by beating the Indiana Pacers in the second game of the play-in tournament, losing to the Celtics in the first game of the play-in tournament, as I'm sure you recall. So the Wizards are fun, but it's really a, a two-man show. It's it's the Russell Westbrook and the Bradley Beal show. You got to love their heart. You got to love their talent. But I, I just have no faith in the Wizards to be able to match up with this 76ers team. The Sixers are decked and they're they're built well for this. They only really, in my opinion, have to slow down Bradley Beal. You just match Ben Simmons up against Bradley Beal to slow him down, to agitate him. And then you let Russell Westbrook shoot if he wants to shoot. You let him kind of self-destruct. He's he's never really had a huge amount of success in the playoffs, especially on his own as one of the key stars. Of course, yes, he did make the finals early on in OKC with Kevin Durant carrying a lot of that load as well, though. And as you recall, James Harden on that team Um, with him being one of the primary two guys, he really just has not had the same amount of playoff success. So I just don't buy the wizards. This was the only series that I picked to be a sweep. Philadelphia in four games in this series. Let's move to, I think, one of the most interesting matchups in this entire first round. Although I I will say, 
you know, to pause real quickly here, I, I love almost all of these matchups, even when I think it's not going to be super competitive. I think there are interesting things to watch for in each series. Like even who who would have thought Jazz versus Grizzlies might be really interesting. I, I think it is because you have Donovan Mitchell again and John Morant, like two guys that are rising stars in the league. So I digress, but one of the maybe the most interesting series, and I certainly picked it that way, the New York Knicks at the four seed versus the five seed Atlanta Hawks. So this is one of those picks where I think I'm going to look really foolish for picking it this way. And you might not agree with my pick. That's fine. Most of sports media, I would say, does not agree with this pick. I picked the Knicks in seven games. I think the Hawks are more talented. I think the Hawks are deeper. I think the Knicks have just as good a coaching and the Knicks have an identity. And that sounds really cheesy and corny, but I think for the first round against a Hawks team that has potential weaknesses with Trey Young being a, a volume scorer. Look, it's not looking this way so far. It's not looking like it's going to play out this way. We'll see what happens. I have, I love the Knicks' team defense. I, I think that could serve them well in the first round. Atlanta won game one with Trey Young. Let's see what happens here. I have this going seven games. Um. But again, it's it's looking like, you know, this this could be the Hawks winning this in five or six games. It wouldn't shock me. I'm going to stick with my pick of the Knicks in seven. Let's move to the three seed versus the six seed. Milwaukee Bucks at the three seed versus the six seed Miami Heat. You guys that have listened to the podcasts before know that the Heat are one of my favorite Eastern Conference team. I totally buy into Heat culture. All, all this stuff, you know, that that you know, maybe it's a little hokey to other fans, but I, I think the Heat buy into that. I think the Heat do work harder than other teams. I do think that you know, you you see things like Udonis Haslam going at Dwight Howard, which is now a meme. Um, you see thing, things like this, and I, I think this team lives up to some of the, I guess, stereotypical heat culture type stuff. This team does work hard. This team does have a certain way that they act. But in spite of that, I've regretted picking the Bucks last year. They made me look foolish. I do think with Drew Holiday on that roster now, this is a different Bucks team. Uh, this is a different fit here. I also think in some ways... There should be more pressure on this team, but I almost feel like with Giannis signing that extension, there's almost less pressure because you're going to have less media narratives like, oh, is Giannis going to be leaving if they lose this series? I don't see it happening that way. I see the Bucks winning in six. The Bucks did win game one, though it was very close. Um. I have the Bucks in six. Let's see how this plays out. I I think this Heat team, Tyler Hero, uh, among others, have struggled with injuries, struggled with different things. I just don't think this is a team that's going to catch anyone off guard this year like they did last year. So I do have the Bucks winning this in six. And I hope it happens this way because uh, down the road, I do want to see 
this two, three matchup. I, I want to see the nets have to get through the bucks and the Sixers potentially to get into the Eastern conference finals. And let's go ahead and move on to our last series here. And let's talk about the Brooklyn Nets versus the Boston Celtics. Um, look, I, I don't think the Celtics have much left in the tank. Jalen Brown, of course, had the injury that ended his season uh, just about a week ago. So that was devastating for the Celtics, obviously. You're now relying on Jason Tatum and Kemba Walker to carry you guys. And I just don't think it's enough to keep up with the Nets. I almost think, no disrespect intended, but I almost think the Nets could play how they've played the entire season and have two of their stars play, one of their stars rest, and be able to get through this series in six. It looks like they're going to be able to continue playing their three superstars together with that super team that has formed um, and win this in five is what I have projected. So nets in five. So that would make for um, in the West again, uh, predictions real quick jazz in five over the Grizzlies, which would set them up to match up against the Clippers who I have winning in six against the Mavericks. That's going to be a tough series. Both teams have been great from beyond the arc all season long. I promised myself that I wasn't going to trust the Clippers until they really showed me something. They dropped that first game against the Mavericks. So at this point, I would pick the Jazz against the Clippers to advance into the Western Conference Finals. Let's see how that continues. Um, the three-seed... Nuggets in the first round, I have them winning in six over the Trailblazers. That looks bad so far. Let's see what happens. That would put them against the Lakers, who I have winning in six games against the Phoenix Suns. The Suns won game one. Go Suns. Let's see how that plays out. I would pick the Lakers over the Nuggets um, as most people would, I think. I think most of sports media agrees with me on that. So then that would put our Western Conference final as the Lakers versus the Jazz. At this point, I would pick the Lakers to advance to the West or to the NBA finals. Yuck. I don't want to see that happen, <laughs> but uh, I, I think it is likely at this point. We'll see what happens. In the East, just to recap, I have the Sixers with my only first-round sweep in four games over the Wizards. I have the Knicks in seven versus the five-seed Hawks. That would place the Sixers versus the Knicks in round two. I would definitely pick the Sixers, and I think that would be in five, maybe six games. So that would put the 76ers in the Eastern Conference Finals. I, I could see that likely happening. Uh, again, to recap, Milwaukee I have in six versus the Heat. That would match them up against the Nets, who I have in five versus the Celtics. And the Nets right now, I'm going to have to see them be defeated for me to believe it. I do think the Bucks could make it interesting, but I would pick the Nets in seven at this point 
um, which would set up a matchup of the Sixers versus the Nets. I think this could be really interesting because the Sixers second round matchup against the Knicks is easier comparatively than the Nets second round matchup against the Bucks. So you might see a much better rested Sixers team. You have a, a deeper ish Sixers team, but we need the Sixers. We need Embiid and Simmons both to stay healthy. We know that Simmons was injured last year in the playoffs and that cost the Sixers big time, open the doors wide open for the heat to advance. So we need the Sixers to stay healthy, but I do think they are probably the team best equipped to match up with the Nets. For that reason, I will pick the Nets because of star power, because of talent in seven against the Sixers in the Eastern Conference Finals. I hate it. I don't like this pick, but there's so much talent on this Lakers team. There's so much talent on this Nets team that I am just going to pick them until I see them defeated. I, I just don't really have faith in other teams firepower to be able to match up against that. What I am rooting for personally, I I'm basically rooting for almost anyone else to make it out of either of these conferences. So, so in the East, I would say I'm most rooting for the 76ers, the, those of you who have listened before probably know I, I'm a big Joel Embiid fan. I think when he's engaged, it's it's awesome to see a big dominate the way he can at times. Sometimes, yes, I wish he would play inside more, but I would want, and, and I'm not a big Philadelphia sports fan. I've, I don't root for any Philadelphia teams really, but I like the 76ers. I like how this team is built. I would like to see them make it over the Nets, but I, I'm just not picking that on my list. Out of the West, who would I most like to see? Well, a couple teams that I would be happy with. I, I would probably be most happy for the Trailblazers in some ways just because of Damian Lillard his mentality, his loyalty to that organization at this point, I think is very difficult to root against Damian Lillard. So I would be a big fan of the Trailblazers making it. I just see that as very, very unlikely. Obviously, I had, I didn't even pick them in the first round. Denver, you guys know already from the start of this podcast, I, I like the Nuggets. I would like to see them advance. I think that would terrify the NBA front office. Um, I also would like to see Luca rise if, if he could advance and get past the Clippers in this first round and just surprise people, just go off. He, he's just super fun to watch, super creative on offense, but I don't think Dallas has the overall depth at this point. They could be there maybe in another two years or so. I just don't see it happening right now as that team is constructed, obviously. So, so really the other one that I, I alluded to earlier, the Suns. Yeah, if the Suns made it, again, that's another one that I don't think the NBA main office would like in terms of ratings, in terms of a market. But I think for Chris Paul to get a championship, to kind of get that weight off his shoulders of being this one of the greatest point guards of all time by the numbers, to have never made it to the finals for one thing, and then to have never won a championship, I think that would be cool to see. 
I think it would be nice for Suns fans who have had a big playoff drought that they've already, they got that first playoff win first in a long, long time, I think over a decade, if I'm not mistaken. And to have them get back to the finals for the first time since 93 would be great too. There's one of my cats. Hello from Jeffrey. Um, So those are kind of the things I'm rooting for. So a whole plethora of teams in the West that I would be happy to see. uh, And the 76ers who I would be happy to see from the Eastern Conference make their way up. So that's what I have. Those are my first round playoff predictions. Let me know. Do you guys agree? Disagree? Let me know on social media, on our Hoopsology pod account. Let me know in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube. Check out our interview library, whether that be audio on our podcast feed or on our YouTube interview channel. Support the show, like, share, comment, subscribe. We really appreciate you guys. Justin and I will be back. We are talking about maybe doing a middle of the week episode to kind of make up for missing out on being together for this episode. But thank you so much for your support. We will be in touch again soon. I hope you guys have a wonderful start to your week and we will catch up again later. Peace.